Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here But we can take it, we're short or brown around or we're queer I got a feeling we are on to something here Live from Assembly Festival at the Edinburgh Fringe, the Spontaneity Shop presents Global Pillage. I'm Deborah Francis-White and this is the Comedy Panel Show starring you, the hive mind of the audience. And if you worry, the trouble might be coming your way. In it together, I think that's what I heard the man say. I've got a feeling we are gonna be okay. Mark Hodge on the keyboard, everyone! I'm Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for hysterical facts about Homo sapiens and all their weird ways, interesting idioms, and crazy kinks. To do this, we've invited the strangest human beings of all, comedians. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not a great joke, but give it a bit more than that. On my right, playing for nothing creative left, Danielle Ward and Avery Edison. And on my left, playing for Aki Salt Fish Boys. With a Z. With a Z. Mm. Dave Benson Phillips and Jamali Maddox. Uh, could I ask what Aki Salt Fish Boys with a Z means? Well, Aki and Salt Fish is very much a West Indian kind of dish. If you've ever been to the West Indies, it's the most amazing thing. It literally is Aki is a fruit that comes from a tree. It's, it's boiled and it's made because it's very bitter. Then once it's boiled down, it's actually nice to eat. And salt fish is fish in salt. (laughs) Wow. Are you a fan of this dish, you boys? Love it. Yeah? I I like it as much as I put a Z on the end of it, just so you know it's popular. (laughs) People don't tend to put a Z on the end of things they don't like. That is true. It's true. Dave Benson Phillips, what makes you diverse? Well, uh, the fact that I am the only children's entertainer here because everybody else is a comedian. (laughs) Uh, Jamali, how are you diverse? I guess I'll go for ethnicity. Why not? Um, I love the white awkwardness. Um, no, uh, uh, <laughs> the white guilt is palpable. No, I'm, I'm half Italian. No, I'm core Italian, core English, half Jamaican. You're pretty diverse. That's, that's, I think I'm up here on the highest spectrum of diversity, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm ticking a lot of boxes right now for you. So. Danielle Ward, how are you diverse? Um, well, I am very working class and um, I'm one of five children, so I'm basically like I'm from a family of rats. <laughs> 
lovely answer. <laughs> Avery Edison, how are you diverse? Yes, uh, my actual diversity, which I lean on every time I'm on the show, I'm a transgender woman and willing to prove it for five pounds a peak. <laughs> um, that's after the show. Sure, 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 sure. Deborah said I can't do it during the show. No, there are some venue restrictions. Um, I got in trouble today for accepting a tenor outside the free fringe venue, so I imagine this would be a level up in terms of assembly rules. And believe me, with what I got, it would be a level up. <laughs> Making sure none of these facts are too much fun, please welcome in Pedant's Corner our lovable doctrinaire, Ned Sedgwick. Hello. On keyboard and vocals, the very talented Mark Hodge. Uh, Ned Sedgwick, what makes you diverse? I'm middle class. I'm, as you can tell, white. And well, they yeah, can't tell that at home because it's a podcast. They probably can. I've got a really square voice. <laughs> yeah, his um, voice is probably the most middle class voice I've ever heard. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but I'm also screwed because of Brexit because I want to live abroad. So, is anyone here um, born in Europe has a European passport? I've got some engagement rings for you. <laughs> <laughs> These are really expensive. If you're listening at home, they are in fact Haribo. Um, where are you from in Europe? Denmark. Denmark. Danish people are very accommodating, I find. That is a generalisation, Deborah. That is everything. That is a stereotype, yes, absolutely. Uh, Mark Hodge, what makes you diverse? Today I was flying and I got moved on. So I think I'm probably the only person here today who's committed a public order offence. No, I, accept, I also accepted a tenor and got kicked out of a venue. So, uh, OK, yeah, well, I'll have to go again. All right. And I think um, showing your genitals for five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> OK. You're, an, you're a fucking amateur when it comes to breaking <laughs> Do you know what? I'm actually quite pleased to hear that. That's fine. Uh, yesterday, in yesterday's show, I got engaged to Ned Sedgwick. Um, and then it... <laughs> Um, God, they look that, really depressed now. Yeah. <laughs> the Danish people at the front row feel cheated. Yeah. You, you haven't got your Irish passport yet, Mark. I've told you. Yeah, I'm, I'm eligible for it, Ned. I'm eligible for it. We'll, we'll get yes. there. Not now. Not now. So that's how our team's diverse. I'm Deborah Francis-White. I'm diverse because I'm a woman. Uh, I'm also Australian, adopted and left-handed. Ooh. The real repressed minority. <laughs> if you've ever tried to use a trouser press in a travel lodge. <laughs> On every episode of Global Pillage, our hive mind creates a special piece of music unique for this show. Over to you, Mark. So, if we, if we start sort of on this side, I need a letter from A to G. D sharp. There we go. Ooh. Straight on the black notes. Okay. Yes, and another one from over here. A. Oh. No. That is a hive mind. Ooh. Yeah, really. Starting with an augmented fourth, that's not ideal. We're writing a jingle, gang. We're yeah. writing a jingle. We're okay, not writing a piece of Hitchcock underscore. My friend Taya from Basingstoke, what, what note should I do next? Yeah. Yeah, that's all right, thank you. You've, you've rescued that. Good work. Over here, please, someone. Ooh. All right. Do you know what? And then they all die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more. What was that? D sharp again? Brilliant, sir. Well done. You're an absolute genius. Brilliant. Thank you very much. So, um. Yeah, there we go. And. What other scores, please, Ned? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay. The first round is on public transport. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. If you were travelling by train from Melbourne to Adelaide before 1995, you would always have to change trains. Why is this? Aki Saltfish Boys. I mean, I buzzed it without knowing the answer, to be honest. <laughs> I think it might be something to do with the size of track. Why, why would the like, size like of a different track? scale. You know, like, uh, like you have, like... You're going like deep with the tracks here now, Dave. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, taking yeah. me into the deep rabbit hole of yeah, tracks. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, because My like, track it's... knowledge ain't strong. <laughs> but it's a bit like, um, oh, dear, my son's into Tomy trains at the moment. Other train tracks are available. But it's like you have... Um, <laughs> Other sort of train widths and things and, and lengths and track lengths and things. So there might be like... <laughs> and some things, like, yeah? Like, like fat track. Yeah. And you get to a station where they've got a completely different length of track yeah, or width yeah, yeah. of track. Okay. And it might be so that. So it's a fat track, thin track situation. Yeah, I, yeah I, could be, I could be very wrong. Okay, but. nothing creative left? I've heard that in Australia they have this fence that they use to stop rabbits. It's entirely rabbit-proof. Um... <laughs> It's a very impressive achievement. Maybe back then, because of the fence, the train couldn't go through the fence. I mean, if a rabbit can't, then... (laughs) So you would get off the train, you would climb over the fence, which is the one thing rabbits can't do, um, and then you would get on another train on the other side. So a rabbit-proof fence is the problem. Not a rabbit-proof, the rabbit-proof. The (laughs) rabbit-proof fence. I always thought the rabbit-proof fence was something to do with the stolen generation and was more of a metaphor... But I don't know for I've, sure. I've only heard the phrase and not looked into it further, but I'm pretty sure it was a real fence. OK. <laughs> OK, is that your final answer? Nothing creative left? I think so. That's okay. a good answer. Hive mind, if you were travelling by train from Melbourne to Adelaide before 1995, you would always have to change trains. Why? Different train company. Different train company. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's really quite simple. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dave, you went for fat track, fin track. Yeah. That's what we're at <laughs> All right? That's what we're dedicated to, all right? The swordfish boys don't do that, all right, yeah. Dave? Is it fat track with an F or a PH, just to be clear? <laughs> PH, Michael, we're funky like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, it's like putting a Z on the end. Anything else from the hive mind? Give everyone a chance to stretch their legs. Give everyone a chance to stretch their legs. Oh, Danielle Ward's really enjoyed that. She yeah. said she would like to be on that train. Okay, so uh, if you think it's leg stretch, buzz now. A very unenthusiastic buzz from only four people. And if you think it's different train company, buzz now. In fact, Aki Salt Fish Boys had it. It's Fat Track Thin Track! Dave Benson don't play games when it comes to train tracks. I'll tell you that now. You probably should have known this. How did you know that? What, me? Um, I, I read a lot. <laughs> My biggest flaw in life. <laughs> I, I can't believe they had fat tracks on one side of the fence. (laughs) (laughs) What could earn you... What could earn you a £2,000 fine on the Singapore subway? Nothing creative left. Uh, Taking down your trousers to show people your penis for five pounds. Which now has to stay in the edit. I know, I know. <laughs> Daniel Ward, are you agree? Is it sticking chewing gum to other passengers? <laughs> sticking chewing gum? They don't gum. like chewing gum in Singapore. They don't? They don't, so sticking it to other passengers is Would a real... Would be a real no-no. Yeah. OK, Aki Saltfish Boys? That could be one of many things. I, I know that... Uh, yes, that, that's the idea right. of a quiz, though. <laughs> so, hang on. So it could be... Ga- gambling could be one. 
spitting's another, mm-hmm. also rubbing yourself up against the opposite sex. <laughs> as well. Okay. In, in some countries, it's seen as very... Well, in all countries. Yeah, not, yeah. In all countries, so, not okay. What? Rubbing yourself up against the same sex, also not okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah not Just good. rubbing yourself, so, full stop. Yeah. All right, so, so which one would it be? A what? A gambling. Well... <laughs> What, 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 were you playing poker Kong? on a tube? <laughs> <laughs> well, they play poker anyway. They gamble anywhere in Hong Kong. They just oh, love your chips would fall over. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah, and if you played craps, the dice would keep rolling as the tube kept rattling around. Oh, I don't know. I think we should just go for spitting. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think it's spitting? People being close begging. to begging. Begging. Yeah, mm. give them a fine because they obviously can pay it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to have to hurry you. Begging, begging. You reckon begging? Okay. okay. Begging. Go on, him. <laughs> okay, hive mind. Spitting. Spitting. <laughs> Man spreading. <laughs> Staring at the conductor's hat. Kissing. 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 Drinking alcohol. Littering. Littering. Okay. <laughs> Singing anything by Miley Cyrus. Boo. <laughs> Let the kids have their music. Ask Dave. <laughs> Okay, instead of buzzing, there were so many, I'm going to get you to shout out the one you think it was that you heard, the one you responded to the best. On the count of three, shout out one. One, two, three. Spitting. So, okay, so spitting. You're going with spitting, hive mind. You should have gone with singing anything by Miley Cyrus because it is, in fact, singing. Uh, yeah, and so that would have covered it. So well done, sir, who said that. But unfortunately, you backed the wrong horse, hive mind. It's singing or busking. Not allowed. They're very, very hot on no singing. I did say begging. You said begging. That's is begging, no, actually, begging and busking no, is so not the, the same we- thing, and we will get emails if you say it is. The weird thing is, it is specifically singing in public and not busking for money. You can't sing in public unauthorised anywhere in Singapore, otherwise you can get a £2,000 fine. It's what? absolutely ridiculous. But fair. Is this where there are no musicals set in Singapore? Yeah. <laughs> well, originally Oklahoma was going to be set there. It's but like a really weird footloose. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, next question: How do the locals of Madeira traditionally travel downhill to Funchal? Yes. Do they climb inside a metal bin and roll down the hill like their top cat? <laughs> okay, is that your final answer? Yeah. No, I don't know what top cat is because I was born in two thousand one. But <laughs> oh, go along with it, guys. Come on, <laughs> Aki Saltfish boys. How do the locals of Madeira traditionally travel downhill to Funchal? Skateboarding. Skateboarding. Okay. Just walk. (laughs) Yeah, it could be one of those ones, couldn't it? Skateboarding or walking, definitely. Downhill, the the whole thing is is either downhill. What, do they abseil or what do you think? Can I buzz in again? Yeah. It's actually a train, but halfway through they have to get out and switch... Over a rabbit proof. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and go for a rabbit proof. Okay, hive mind. How do the locals of Madeira traditionally travel downhill to Funchal? Toboggan. Tea tray. Tea tray. So we've got sled, sled, toboggan, tea tray, all basically the same thing. Uh, <laughs> shout out the word that you like the most. One, two, three. Toboggan. You are correct. It's a wooden sled. Uh, it's now more of a tourist attraction. Two men in traditional costumes steer the sled and use their rubber soled shoes as a brake. Did you know this hive mind? Have you travelled on it? Sounds fun. (laughs) And it's the end of the round. What are the scores, please, Ned? In third place, with no points, it's nothing creative. Tied in first place, it's Aki Saltfish in the Hive Mind. 
Just to clean it, it's Aki Saltfish Boys with a Z. Yep, sorry. It's the full name. I mean, Should I do it again? Or? If please. <laughs> <laughs> Tied in first place, it's a hive mind and the Aki Saltfish Boys with yeah, a Z. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I like, I like how you put your head in it to give it some sass. Yeah. <laughs> Got a lot of that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms! What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English? Fingers on buzzers. In Germany, they say... You're passing the spoon. What do they mean? Passing the spoon. Nothing creative left. Farting. Right. Passing the spoon through your bottom. (laughs) That is a fart. Okay, okay. Aki Saltfish Boys. I've heard this one before. I read in the book. (laughs) (laughs) Had you borrowed that book from Dave? Damn right, I did. I I think it's to die. I've heard that saying before from a German person. What a German person said. And, uh, yeah, was, to, and, was it a sort of mystic who said, you're going to pass the spoon, Germani? Yeah, and then I researched it and he said I was going to die. And it made me kind of sad, to be honest with you. <laughs> We're all going to die at some point, Germani. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently how some of my jokes have gone over right now. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, I've, I've, if it does mean that, I've passed the spoon more than once this week. <laughs> uh, hive mind, to pass the spoon, what does it mean? You're too mean to go and get the teas. Too mean to go and get the tea, and that's why you've passed the spoon on to somebody else. That's yeah. Sharing the pudding. Sharing the pudding. Oh, nice. Okay, if you think it's too mean to go and get the tea, buzz now. If you think it's sharing the pudding, buzz now. They like sharing the pudding. In fact, the Aki Saltfish Boys had it. Uh, Jamali Maddox has read a book once. It's, <laughs> it's to die. It's to die. You pass the spoon, you die. 
So you're not the only smart one, Dave, okay? <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Um, Jamali, in the dressing room, you said Dave owes you a present. Why? Oh, no. D- yes, I've got a problem with Dave Benson, actually. What's up, Because, sir? you see, you used to host, host a kid's show, and one time you had a competition, yeah. and you read out my name, and I won the competition, and you never sent me my prize. I won a camera, and you never sent me it. No, All really? you sent me was a photo of your middle finger up saying, fuck your camera. <laughs> That's what you sent me. You said, you ain't getting shit from me. I'm Dave. <laughs> But yeah, I want, I want a camera and you never send me my camera. Right, what? well, in that case, after this, I will go and find you a camera. It might have to be a disposable camera. No, it was a disposable camera. That was the thing. It wasn't even like a great camera. It was a little shitty camera. Oh, and I it? never got my camera, Dave. I right. thought, when you said that in the dressing room, I thought, oh, you'd gig together. And no. Your subject, you were an actual child. I was a, I was a child. How old were you, Charlie? Dave, I was about, uh, about six, maybe. Oh, oh I am yeah. so... This is a and it's, it's normally that time when you're traumatised by it. Yeah. Because when myself like to sleep, man. Well, yeah, because it's a bit like... <laughs> oh, Wait, do you know, the, the, I didn't want you to get upset, David. It's supposed to be fun, but now but you're you getting sad about it. Do you know what's been really nice is you've sat there so professionally near me. I even said to you backstage, hello, and he said nothing about that until yeah. now. Oh, David, that, that's, I, that's, that's, that's professional, I've, I've, I've sat here being sick to my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you wow. betrayed me well, as a child, Dave. Right, well, in that case, I'm going to more than make up for it, mate. I'm going to get you a camera. Dave, right. Dave also, right. I think you owe me a few thousand pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure seven to eight, so you, Ned. Yeah. J- Jamali was waiting for the perfect opportunity to get his own back. Oh. That, that was Like I haven't heard everything. that before. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I like that. That was really you used, to, you used to host a show called that. I, do you I remember? did. Uh, yeah, yeah. I used to be on the TV once. Yeah, yeah. yeah a while ago. Yeah. I wouldn't remember. I was born in 2002. Yeah. Literally everyone at the Fringe is trying to get on the television or knows they'll never be on the television again. And they are the two sorts of act you can see on, at the Fringe. Um, okay. <laughs> She's actually pretty right, you know. <laughs> were, you, were you saying that to, like, compare to... And then there's Dave Benson Phillips, the ghost of television past. <laughs> not in that loud show. Oh, this guy, oh, I'm this not guy. suggesting Dave Benson Phillips has passed the spoon. No. <laughs> and the spoon is very much in his possession. He's not passing a spoon or apparently a disposable camera. <laughs> There are, I mean, you don't want a disposable camera anymore because you've got a phone now. You would never have thought when you were six years old that your phone could take all the pictures that you wanted it to take and also send those to other people. And also, I never thought I'd be able to confront Dave Benson Phillips. I never never thought that would be a a happening in my life. No, I've provided you with that opportunity. Oh, no, you've... You've You better buy me a fucking camera. (laughs) (laughs) There are many wonders in a cow's head, they say in Iceland. What does that mean? Nothing creative left. Is it, I mean, is it just an explanation for the cud chewing? Because they're just, they're just thinking things over. That's a joke for the audio version okay. of this. There weren't much laughs for it here, but it's going to play really well in the podcast. Right. It's play really well to those who couldn't see your gesture. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Aki Saltfish Boys, do you have an answer? A child's imagination? Was they... the idea that, like, you don't know what's going on inside a child's head as much as you know what's going on inside a cow's head? Right, okay. That's pretty so deep. So a cow yeah, could also... I guess get deep, Dave. That's deep, man. That's a deep. cow could also be looking into the middle distance wondering where its camera is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hive mind. In Iceland, they say there are many wonders in a cow's head. What do they mean? Your idea is ridiculous. Your idea is ridiculous. Oh, good. good. It's okay if you don't say much. It's okay if you don't say much. 
quiet. <laughs> You've answered every question. In all, being quiet, sir. Anything else? Oh, okay. So. Dave Getting a bit saucy, Dave, isn't it? Avery, you've got Benson competition. <laughs> Dave, Dave Benson Phillips was so excited by that idea, his buttons ejaculated <laughs> onto the floor. Um, well, that was a sentence I never thought I'd hear. Yeah. <laughs> no, it Whoa. wouldn't be appropriate Why on children's television. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It's the idea that we all commit public order offences before we leave here tonight. Yes. Uh, so, if you think it was, it's all right to be quiet, buzz now. And if you think it's... Your idea is ridiculous. Buzz now. <laughs> what? Why do you uh, have a safety pin at hand? The, I like you. For the listeners at home, someone in the audience has just given Dave Benson Phillips a safety pin because he's lost some modesty buttons. Um, it actually means that was weird... Which I think, your idea is ridiculous. It's pretty close to that, Ned, isn't it? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. <laughs> it's sort of if, that time in the I'll fridge. Give some, <laughs> if nothing else, points for the safety pin. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, points. Um, so if something weird happens in Iceland, someone will go, mm, there are many wonders in a cow's head. In Russia, they say the thief has a burning hat. What do they mean? Aki Saltfish Boys. A profound sense of guilt. For the wrongdoing of stealing stuff. A profound sense of guilt. Uh, Nothing creative left? It's the Russian version of, uh, you know, when you rob a bank. um, Yeah. And they have the dye packs in the bag and the blue paint explodes all over your face. In Russia, they booby trap hats with small explosive devices. (laughs) So you go into a haberdashery. You're welcome. So <laughs> literally, the, the thief literally has a burning... We're not even saying it's an idiom. We're saying the literal thief has I a really literal burning hat. <laughs> OK, all right. All right. I just wanted to ice it's you a real KGB, you know, yeah. dark times in Russia. OK, hive mind, the thief has a burning hat. You've got cold feet. Ah, OK, so a thief got cold feet at the last minute, was intending to steal something and then didn't. Uh, the thief is going to get what he deserves, or she. This is an inclusive. But probably podcast. he. Yeah, statistically. Statistically yeah. he, but but still, <laughs> this is an inclusive podcast. Or uh, they. They've got new genders now, haven't they? Yeah. They. What's that about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cut that out, because it's okay for a trans person to joke about that, but on on the podcast it won't play. Yeah, we will. Get, we will get emails, and yeah. if people missed you a transgender, then they'll yeah. just write in. Like, I'll get five emails a day, and then I'll have to explain. You have to I'm send busy. them photos of. I'm busy. No, no, not unless they send five pounds in. Um, okay, if you think it's cold feet, buzz now. If you think the thief gets what they deserve, buzz now. Get what they deserve. Uh, you've said. In fact, Aki Salt Fish basically had it. It's given away by a guilty conscience. Um, oh. And it's the end of the round. What are the scores, please, Ned? In third place, with no points, it's nothing creative left. We're answering for fun, not for points. <laughs> Listen, there's everything to play for, nothing creative left. You've got plenty of time to score. In second place, it's a hive mind with 20 points. Ooh. And in first place, it's the Aki Saltfish Boys with 25 points. Wow! 
next round is the team's round. A member of each team has come prepared, theoretically, with a question based on their cultural family background. Audience, if one of you has a question for one of the teams, that would be great. Uh, nothing creative left. Have you got a, a question for Aki Saltfish Boys? I come from Dorset, down south. It's uh, the Jurassic Coast. And uh, if you were in Dorset and someone said, ooh, look over there, it's a hobby horse, what would that mean? Right, well, hobby horses were a form of bicycle. Uh, children use them a lot now as a balanced toy. Always back to children. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's like my, an obsession. It's my job. <laughs> <laughs> is it what they say in Dorset for disposable camera? Is this, is this a mean dig? Oh, yeah, feel bad, David. Yeah. <laughs> feel I like bad. the way you call me David now. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Go agree, Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm, I can't lie. I don't know. Well, I'm just trying, I'm just, I can't think of what it could be. Unless if it's just a horse who's got a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah, like hand gliding or jogging or something. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, we're going to go, go over horse that's jogging. <laughs> A jogging horse. Horses jogging, no. yes, David. No, no, we're, we're gonna we're gonna lose and we're gonna lose in I'm flames. I'm gonna have to hurry you. <laughs> yeah, horses jogging. A horse that's jogging. A hobby horse is a woodlouse. A woodlouse. A woodlouse. It's the only place in the world, Anna. Yeah. Um, uh, that is audience member Anna who gave me the question. Uh, that uh, yeah, hobby hobby horses are woodlouse. Uh, Aki Sop, Fish Boys, uh, do you have a question for the hive mind? In like a village in Jamaica. There's a traditional gift that they give someone on their 21st birthday. What is that thing? A key. No. <laughs> Salt. No, you can't answer. Rum. Rum? No. Oh, no. Oh, God, I bet it's a disposable camera. <laughs> or if Dave Benson Phillips delivers to you, you never get it. <laughs> Are we, are we, I bet are you just have not... my disposable camera at home, don't you, Dave? You, you know I only jumped into this at the last moment to help people out. <laughs> this is a setup, Dave. No, 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 no. Uh, we're all people that you owe cameras to. <laughs> yeah, we're here we're not having any more, Dave. This whole show was created so Jamani Maddox <laughs> could get his own back. Literally that. Uh, so, uh, audience, do you have a final answer? Clearly I, it's not any of the ones I, you've said. Might I can't well. believe no one said Spliff. It's got to be a great big Spliff. <laughs> Come on. Everyone. Who said Spliff? Yeah. <laughs> I no can't believe no one did. I don't know. Sugar, OK? No, a machete. Oh. A machete? Yeah. Why? Because it's a farming country, isn't it? Yeah. So it's oh. like sugar cane. Sugar cane. Oh, so it's sugar and cane. And to cut ganja, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's to cut through stereotypes. <laughs> so, uh, Jamali Maddox, you have to go somewhere, don't you? You have to go do my show. Yeah. Oh, you have to go do your show? Yeah. <laughs> Jamali, thank you so much. Charlie's got to go and do a show. Um, I've always wanted to try this. Does anyone want to, from the audience want to join this team? And you can sit next door to me. <laughs> anyone, anyone ever had Who's a fantasy a... of being on a team? With... Yes, sir, what's your name? Oh, Paul. Big oh, I like Paul. him. I like him. Hello, Paul. OK. Hi there. I did not expect this to happen. No, no, I just said Paul. Great, OK, great. OK, Hive Mind, do you have a question for Nothing Creative Left? Uh, yes, so um, I'm from Denmark, and in Denmark we say to have your braids in the mailbox. To have your braids in the braids mailbox? Braids in the mailbox. Like plaits? Yes. Yeah. Is it yes. to have your plaits in the mailbox? Is it snooping on someone? Is it spying on oh. someone? Oh. No. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> the only 
you got proper time of answers. You've got a braid. Yes. Is it? You're very much in a rush, so you've gone to check the mailbox. You've taken out. You're running back to your to your front door, but you've closed the mailbox. You've got your braid caught in it, and then you go. Another visual bit for the podcast. Um, And yeah, your hair gets caught and yanked back. Not exactly, but it's probably where it came from. It's a problem that you created for yourself. Ah. So yeah, points. Probably 50 points. (laughs) Ned, do you think that's any points? Yeah, give or take. Yeah, I did the act out. And it's the end of the round! Nothing creative left. Have some points. I've given them one point for that, so they're on one. <laughs> Hive Mind have 20 points. And the, and the Aki Soulfish Boys, which is even more fitting now, uh, <laughs> have 30 points. The next round is our World War II sexting round. During World War II, sweethearts sending each other telegrams would use acronyms to disguise the true nature of their communications because letters were being censored. So, for example, Norwich stood for Knickers off ready when I come home. Whoa. This is the round where we realise our generation didn't even invent sexting. We didn't even invent YOLO. We haven't stood up to fascism. We haven't even stood up to Pokemon. (laughs) Can you work out what this abbreviation stands for? Fingers on buzzers. Italy. Italy. I-T-A-L-Y. Nothing creative left. Uh, I touch and lick you. (laughs) Nice. Aki Sockfish Boys. Go on then. It's totally all right liking yogurt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we do we do offer creativity points for this one. Uh, Hive Mind, do you have an answer? I truly always love you. I truly always love you. Oh, Oh, sweet. Last year. You didn't hear that. You didn't hear that on the podcast at home. Uh, One answer from the audience was the very sweet, I truly always love you, and the other one was, I tried anal last year. (laughs) Bookending at both ends of... Wait, that that was an answer. I thought that was just an admission. Oh, I'm sorry, no. I do do think he was answering... I think the hive mind have to get it for that. Yeah, the hive mind have to get it for that. Well, what do they have to get for that? (laughs) A willing partner. (laughs) Hashtag consent. (laughs) The final round is the Smash the Patriarchy round. For our final round, we have just one question about a minority group who successfully rose up and managed to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of oppression, also known as the Stick It to the Man round. This round may only contain one question, but it is worth double points, so if you were the losing team, this may be your opportunity to stick it to the man and smash the patriarchy. But if you're in the lead, please understand, you are now the man Mm -hmm. and the patriarchy. Fingers on buzzers. The first woman to sit in the British Parliament was Nancy Astor in 1919. But the first woman to win a seat in the British Parliament was Constance Markovitch the previous year. However, she didn't take a seat. What party did Constance Markovitch represent? (coughs) Nothing creative left. (laughs) UKIP. Aki Sockfish Boys. I'm just going to say Labour. Labour. Okay. Uh, Hive Mind. Liberal. Liberal. Sinn Féin. Okay. If you think Labour, buzz now. If you think Suffrage Party, buzz now. If you think Sinn Féin, buzz now. (laughs) It is Sinn Féin. And the clue was in the fact that she didn't take a seat because Sinn Féin never take their seats. And it's the end of the show. (laughs) 
Whatever the scores, Ned. Nothing creative left. Have a bronze medal with ten points. In silver medal place, so second, another way of saying that, it's the Aki Saltfish Boys, the Hive Mind win it with 40. Oh. You came up from behind. Last year. You can, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to the winners who successfully pillaged the globe like cultural Vikings, and kudos to the losers who refrained from any kind of cultural appropriation, even factual. Please give it up. For Avery Edison, Danielle Ward, Jamali Maddox, his stand-in Paul from the audience, Dave Benson Phillips, Ned Sedgwick in Penn's Corner, Mark Hodge on keyboard. I've been Deborah Francis White. Good night. You have been listening to Global Pillage, hosted and created by Deborah Francis White. The questions were set by Ned Sedgwick. Music was by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Gary Boyle. The producer for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Selinski. Thanks to Ant Butler, everyone at So Comedy, everyone at Assembly Festival. For more information about this and other episodes, visit globalpillage.net. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.